Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. Oh, happy Thursday, y'all. Ooh, I, I noticed a little hint of an Irish accent in there, Kevin. What was that what it was? That's what I thought. I, I, I heard I thought I heard tap in the morning to you. Go like get the, the go get the cure. Oh God. He's gonna start okay. with his, uh, his Irish. Ferryman. I'm, gonna... I'm working on my ferryman audition. Yeah. Oh that show closed. It did close. But it was boy, that was a big hit of the season. That Last was. Season. That boy, was... boy, so many plays this season. I can't believe how many plays are opening up in the, just in this month alone. I just saw one last night. Oh, I mean mm-hmm. uh, Monday night. What did you see? I saw. I'm holding up the playbill for you. The sound inside. Oh, right on. With Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, boy, and only Mary Louise Parker for no, how the, long? Was no, there other people? There's in a there? guy in oh, his, okay. a guy making his. Broadway. I don't know why I feel like it's it's a it's a. They're kind of marketing show. it like that. Um, it's uh, starring a guy named Will Hockman who's making his Broadway debut. Plus. Great. Directed, written by Adam Rapp, directed by the great David Cromer. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I knew they're they're keeping the story of this. I think kind of tight. Um, okay. There's a lot of twists and turns in it. She's wonderful as always, and she's going to be doing two shows this season. She's doing this one, and then at the end of the season, she's going to do How I Learned to Drive. She'll be reprising her role that she did like 20 years ago. That's 20 the, plus years ago, yeah. That's like the longest transfer, I think, in Broadway history. <laughs> I really <laughs> think so. Incredible. I think it, it really is. Because it's the original cast and the original director. Yeah, um, yeah. But she's, I always love watching her on stage. I remember when I oh, was... Oh, I think she is fascinating. When I was in college, um, she uh, Angels in America, the movie, had come out. And like every young actress wanted to be Mary Louise Parker and did like the Mary Louise Parker cadences. Of course. Do you know what I mean? So like every scene was like... And then <laughs> I told Willie Loman to not go to the store. So every actress spoke like Mary Louise Parker. That was good. That was, that, was, good. that was a little bit of Mary Louise Parker. She's brilliant in this, by the way. So if you get a chance, go see The Sound Inside. Don't do any research on it. Be surprised because it is mm. fabulous. And Sunday night, I was at Paper Mill Playhouse for the opening of Chasing rainbows. Well, you trekked all the way out to Jersey. That's I, wonderful. I did, and I'm hey, I'm getting better at that trek. Uh, I don't know if any it's of our good. New, 
Yes, I don't know if our New York friends have ever gone to Paper Mill, but you have to get on New Jersey Transit, which is an experience in itself because the Sunday that I went was also the last day of Comic Con. So I got to. <laughs> I, I literally sat next to somebody who was dressed like Princess Leia. Um, and he looked fabulous. There's he, he, he really did. I thought he looked great for Princess Leia. Boy, there were some wild costumes in the city that day or that weekend. That it was, was a little terrifying. But you know what? Fun, though. I realize that's how we must look to the world during Broadway Con. Is it? Well, I, I mean, some people, not me, not you. Unless maybe, we, maybe you cosplay, and I just don't, and I don't recognize you because you're like you're wearing so much makeup. <laughs> it's just my everyday look. Oh, you look good. You look the people good. at Broadway Con. They wear. They, there's a lot of Heather's were very popular this Heather's year. Heather's is always a popular. Uh, one it's very very popular, which was shocking because it's not exact. Well, uh, and then. Uh, Evan Hansen, that's a popular one. It's easier. Blue, easier to blue get shirt, get a cast on your yeah. arm. Some kids actually break their yeah. arms, so their costume is more authentic. And I appreciate that. Uh, but no, Chasing Rainbows opens Sunday night at Paper Mill. Needless to say, like every show at Paper Mill, it's got its eyes on the Broadway. Um, oh, yeah, they're really into that this uh, the last couple of years. Right. There is a young lady in this thing um, who plays young Judy Garland. So for for those of you that are unaware of what the show is, it's the story of how Ju- like how Judy Garland grew up and then got to be Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, and that's where the story ends. So it only it only takes us to the beginning part of her life. Um, there's, a, there's a young lady in it. Well, you can go see Renee Zellweger in this latter part of her life. Have you seen that movie yet, Judy? I'll see movies. Oh, good for you. Um, so <laughs> the young lady... Please, I can't go to a movie theater. <laughs> the young lady who's playing Judy Garland is named Ruby Rakos, um, and she is absolutely fantastic. This this young lady is an absolute star. So if you want, um, even if you're not the biggest Judy Garland fan or you're not interested in The Wizard of Oz, get on the train to Paper Mill Playhouse and go out and see Ruby, uh, and let's hope maybe we'll all get to see Ruby do this in New York. Uh, but it was nice. It's, it uses the MGM songbook to tell the story of Judy Garland. So, you know, for an old queen like myself, it was a wonderful, wonderful time getting to hear some of my favorite songs. Like like what? What are, what are some songs? Well, the song I'm Always Chasing Rainbows came up maybe like 90 times because it's the title <laughs> of, the, of the musical. And it's sung by many, many different characters. They have a Mickey Which is actually, uh, that's not actually a song that's based on a piece by Chopin. It's actually not a, a popular song. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a song. It's a classical piece that's a melody. You know what I mean? And like, da, 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 da. That's a, it's a classical piece by Chopin. That is they it? put a melody, they put lyric to it, just kind of like Billy Joel did to that one song uh, that uh, that of Beethoven's. If not, anyone out there knows what I'm talking about, please just smile and nod. Not Vienna. That you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. no. Uh, it's like, uh, this night, well, uh, oh, yes. there's only you two. Night. That's uh, it's that's Beethoven. Moonlight's oh. not a, one of those. And so I'm always chasing rainbows. Is also based on uh, a classical piece. Uh, people, you guys know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, it was in Irene, the musical Irene. That's where. That's how I was like. I knew it came from a musical. Yeah. But yeah, no, it has such things as like shooting high, going Hollywood. I'll be loving you always. Like you know all the all the songs that I sing in my living room when no one else is around. And so, do the songs try to further the plot? Or are they just sort of moments? No, they, they all try to further the plot. It feels like it's supposed to feel like a book musical. Oh, my God. You know who's so good in this is Karen Mason. Karen Mason is absolutely mm. hysterical. So, get, yeah, get on get on out to, to New Jersey, folks, and go see Chasing Rainbows, The Road to Oz, at least to hear Ruby Reiko sing, because she's got an incredible, incredible voice. Oh, that's exciting. And you get to see I Karen saw, Mason be funny. Yeah. 
Oh, well, Kara Mason's talk about legendary. Uh, I've saw the inheritance this week. Um, Ooh. boy, Oh man, I was in the second to last row in the mezzanine. Did not matter at all. Didn't matter. It was felt like I was right there in the front row. It was so well done. I loved actually being in the back because I could. It's very funny, and there it was fun to be in the back, second last row, and watch and feel the audience laugh. You know, a couple of the jokes are really. There was like one, two, three kind of situation, and you. It, it was really incredible to feel the energy of an audience be so. Um, focused on what was going on on stage, even though if those of you have seen it, you know this, there's not much of a set. I mean, it's just a platform and they just tell the story on this platform. Didn't matter at all. It just proves that if you have great writing, great acting, um, you don't need all lots of other things to catch your eye. It really is just focused on the story and it really was, uh, it worked. I can't wait for you to see it, to hear what you think. Oh my God. I think I'm going to try to get tickets to it. It's, it's, it's a hard, yeah. it's a hard sell. It's a hard sell. I'm not a hard sell, a hard seat to get a ticket for. Yeah, it was sold out when I was there. Yeah, yeah. I was there on like a Monday, I think, a Monday night, and it was packed. Oh, uh, and I, wa- I watched Merely Marvelous, uh, your favorite thing from last week. Did you really? Hey, that was some good stuff. Yeah. And I, in- I mean, oh, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. No, I was just saying, like, a lot of that stuff we had seen before, but it. I, I don't think I'll ever get tired of, of of imagining what it was like to be in the same room with Gwen Verdon. So to hear interviews and watch her in action, especially we were saying earlier yesterday, the footage with her uh, nephew, was that what it was? Uh, yeah, that, that, yeah, was really, yeah. that was special. Yeah, yeah. If, if nothing else, watch it for that, that, that last couple little bits of business, which is nice. Um, do you have a favorite thing this week, sir? I do. Yeah, I actually uh, we talked about it yesterday. Um, oh, is this, is, wait, is this when I, I what, when I offhandedly mentioned it and you yelled at me? You said if this is your favorite thing tomorrow, <laughs> I'm going to yes, kill you. Yeah, that was, was it. it. That His was exact good. words in the middle of a theater, folks. I was th- yep. my life was threatened. Yep, I said, "Don't you dare take it! Don't he, you dare!" He he grabbed me by the collar and pushed me up against the wall and yelled <laughs> and screamed. I wagged my finger in your face. So Kev, my Kevin did thing, his best David Merrick impression. <laughs> my favorite thing is the New York Public Library for, for the Performing Arts. Um, and, and I actually looked it up because I, I, we're to a point now where I honestly cannot remember if we've discussed them, if they were a favorite thing in the past. But um, I'm going to make it my favorite thing this this week, uh, assuming that I have not we have not done that already. It's a it, I feel like any person of the performing arts, whether you be a director, an actor, musician, um, you, you know when you came to New York City and you remember going to the, the, the library for the first time. I have a vivid memory. It, it's, such a, it's such a captivating place and it's such an important place. And I'm sorry, Kevin, and, not, not to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but just to be clear, you're talking about like the library at Lincoln Center, not, Center, not, that the, is not, correct. not the big – yeah. Okay. Sorry. I, I, my apologies. Yeah. Not not where the two lines are, where they filmed you know movies and stuff like that. This is the this is the tiny little place that's in Lincoln Center in the back in the corner, uh, right between Vivian Beaumont Theater and the Metropolitan Opera House. Uh, it, it's a it's a it's the Performing Arts Library, and it is a magical magical place. Um, and not only because of its collections and oh my goodness, all of the books that we've talked about on this podcast, whether it be all, any of Ethan Morton books or Peter Felicia's books, you know, you can go to their research library and you can see these people researching for all of our favorite books that we have celebrated and cherished um, over the years that uh, that are the history of Broadway and what we've always set out to do. Um, and so a lot of people have, you know, sent their papers to them so you can get a lot of letters and a lot of, you know, there's orchestrations. And, you know, I, everybody knows that I love talking about Trudy Ritten and Trudy Rittman, the, the fantastic, I know, I know we laugh, but uh, she was the, you know, music arranger for Richard Rogers for all those years. Well, you can go and look at her papers there and you can see some of the work that she's done. So it's, it's really when you want to delve deep and do research, 
and that's wonderful. There's the circulating collection that is really, really wonderful. I used to go there and, t- uh, you know, peruse all of the scores. They've got CDs and DVDs, all of that fun stuff that libraries have. But what I love especially about this performing arts library is the special exhibits that they have. And what you turned to me yesterday and said, hey, have you seen the Hal Prince exhibit? And I, that's when I, I think I threw you against the wall, wagged my finger in your face, and I said, don't you take my favorite thing, um, because the Hal Prince exhibit is pretty special. Um, they and the, There's a science area that they do um, exhibits uh, all throughout the years. What are some of the stuff? I mean, they've done designers. They featured set designers. I, I've been to all they, different kinds of things I, there. Yeah. The two that I remember seeing that I really enjoyed was they had a Jerome Robbins exhibit. Oh. Yes. Which was fantastic. And then uh, for his centennial, I believe, there was a Frank Sinatra exhibit, which was really cool. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, that's that's wow. Well, this they just get better and better. And this exhibit is the is about is all about Hal Prince. You you cannot I went thinking, oh, I got an hour and a half to kill. I'll, you know, I'll, you know, run through this exhibit. You cannot see it all. And soak it all in in an hour and a half. You, you're really going to have to go back a couple of times. I believe it's open uh, through next year um, or through part of next year because you, you, you got to go back more than once. They're really cool things. It's not just like, you know, slides and, and, and items and stuff, but they have they, they really thought outside the box. They have like the door of his office and everything. And you go in, there's a desk there and the phone rings and you just think it's trying to give you, you know, what it was like to be in an office in the 1940s and 50s and 60s. But you pick up the phone and they've got Hal Prince talking on the other end, talking about trying to make the deal of West Side Story. You go through and they've got all this multimedia. I have to give so much credit because this is not just some thrown together ragtag exhibit. This is something that was very well thought out. Um, lots of uh, technology used. They go through his entire career, even you know the, the lesser known shows, shall we say, uh, of his career. The Floor of the Red Menaces, all of that. You can you can peruse the letters that were went back and forth to George Abbott and how and all of this. So so it really brings the history of musical theater to a very visceral uh, um, present. Uh, you know, makes it very present of today, and you can see that these shows were put together they show a sampling of how's you know schedule down to the minute and it was like you know 8 a.m to 10 a.m read new plays you know at 10 a.m and go and meeting with this person that person. it was really you saw how hard this man worked to get where he got and it, it it's such a lesson to any person in the in this business or any business really uh but especially the performing arts that it's not just a coincidence that someone got where they where they're going but they really work so hard and this exhibit really showcases the work that he did so my favorite thing is the public library but it's also this exhibit this Hal Prince exhibit uh for the, at the performing arts uh, library that's that really is fantastic. It's so funny that you said that I was just at the library a couple of days ago, realizing how just really how fantastic this all is, because um, I was looking up for I, I went and looked up something for Dorothy Fields. Mm, I love Dorothy Fields. And so they were like, oh, we'll give you um, uh, uh, her. I was looking for a specific script. And they said, oh, we'll bring you the script. And it comes in a box, right? So you have to go into like this little special area. And so you're in the research area. You're upstairs on like the fifth floor or whatever it is. Yeah. And not only was the her script for the show I was looking at in there, but also like they also had a bunch of other scripts in there too. Things that were unfinished. Um, There was an original like script from like 1940 in there that was her script with her handwritten notes on it. It's so cool. Like the, there's a lot, what I like about exploring there is there's a lot of works from composers and lyricists that never got finished or ideas that didn't go anywhere so you yeah. can go and like type in michael stewart and see like oh this was the arsenic and old lace 
uh, musical that he was working on. Or here's his first draft of uh, sh- the Sugar musical. And you can sit there and you can read it and look at the music. So it's 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 incredible. You're right. It absolutely is incredible. And the Hal Prince exhibit is like amazing. I'm a big – I love looking at set designs. And so oh, yeah. they have the original set model of Follies and Company there and Fiddler. Mm. It's uh, and Cabaret. It's it's a little. It's very overwhelming. So you want to give yourself a lot of time when you go there. This isn't just a little yeah. like I'm going to walk through for like 20 minutes. No, you no. You, it's, you, you it's, want 20 minutes like on depth. each section. It's pretty incredible. Truly, and uh, and it's free. It's free. And it's, it's free. It, you just walk right in. Yeah. Also, uh, I'm sure, you know, the young artists know about this, but they also have the um, the archive that you can you can watch any shows of Broadway in the last 40 years. Now, you have to do it for research purposes, or at least that's how it used to be. But but you can literally I mean, you've seen Broadway shows there, you know, upstairs and, you know, in, in the archive. Yes. So on the, the theater on film and tape archive, if you're going to go up yeah. there, first of all, just you need a library card. That's the first thing. So the first thing right. you do is just walk through, sign up for a library card. It costs no money. It's the easiest thing in the world. And then like, just say you're doing research. That's what I always say. It's research. Yeah. I'm writing a paper. So if you're like, I want, if I want to go watch Miss Saigon, I'm like, I'm writing a paper on Richard Maltby. Although I don't yeah. really need to write a paper on Richard Maltby because he's told me everything. We've you heard, just go to heard. episode six, episode seventeen, episode twenty-seven <laughs> of, of his series season one, of, season, season one, one of, Se- our, uh, of season, our of our show, season one <laughs> of America's Got Maltby. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I because I, I, I also went the last uh, couple of days ago, um, and I I missed it. I missed being in that library. I, I forgot how 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 really peaceful it is to be in a place like that where yeah. everyone's there for the same reason. Everyone's there to celebrate the same thing, um, and it's uh, you know in this day of tech, this day and age of technology and everything. I sound like one of those people, but but you don't have a reason to go to the library like you did, um, and no. so it's it's a nice to to check it out. So I, if you are in New York City. Go and if you're coming to New York City in the next six months or so, hey, add this to your list. Go up yes. to the Lincoln Center and check out this exhibit. It's really worth it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Yay! Okay, very cool. And also, we should, um, we'll mention her in our obituary thing at the end of the year, but don't forget Betty Corwin, who created the um, Theater on Film and Tape Archive, passed away just in September. Oh, 98 years old. So thank you, Betty. We'll talk more about her, I'm sure, in our obituary episode. Wonderful. That's that's fabulous. What is your favorite thing? Well, mine. Okay. So first of all, folks, um, if you don't have Amazon Prime, you should get Amazon Prime, not just because you get free shipping. This is not a commercial. They don't sponsor us. Trust me, they don't sponsor us. <laughs> um, otherwise, we'd have been a bit like, of course he can build in Queens. Of course we want a factory <laughs> in Queens. What the hell is wrong with you people? He's sponsoring our podcast. Um, 
so they also have a network. Uh, Amazon Prime is an app that you can get on your Apple TV or your, you know, whatever, whatever you use. And whatever your young kids are using. You, you're listening to Roku? Haiku? What are you listening to? Um, and they have a lot of obscure movies and television shows that they're that is filling up a lot of their content so sometimes it's fun just to turn it on and like scroll around and, and look and i was watching i was just scrolling and i'm like oh this movie the the graphic looks interesting you know like you know don't judge a book by its cover i judge a book by its cover so like, oh, this poster artwork looks interesting so let me watch let me see what this movie's about i i watched this movie I, I don't know listeners if you're familiar with it i was not familiar with it um and the movie is called those lips those eyes once again, the movie is called Those Lips. What? Those... <laughs> yes. You just randomly, who does that? You just saw a, a graphic and you were like, ah, hey. I do. Let's just press play and check well, this out. Well, I saw who was starring in it and I'm like, oh, I like him. It, and it starred Frank Langella, um, as you know, the great actor Frank Langella. Uh, and I started to watch it and I'm like, oh, this is really charming. This is really, really charming, and I'll tell you why it's so charming. Um, it, it's it's about the moment you first fall in love with the theater. So those lips, those eyes. It's from 1980. It was written by a guy named David Shaber, the screenplay, and it's actually based on an experience that happened to him. Um, those lips, those eyes is about a 1950s touring operetta company um, <laughs> in the middle of Ohio. Uh, and they do, I mean, they do plays and stuff as well, but you see scenes from the Merry Widow, um, which is, you know, a personal favorite. You see scenes from like the Desert Song. I was just going to say Desert Song as a joke, and there you go. And the story is about a, a young guy named Artie Shoemaker um, who decides to give up school to just join this touring theatrical stock company, uh, leaving behind all of his responsibilities. And his parents are like, he's like, I've never done theater. I know nothing about theater. And he gets a job working as a, the properties boy in the little summer stock. And of course, Frank Langella, who's like this washed up, actor although frank langella this movie was like what 40 years ago and even then frank langella was playing like an older washed up actor <laughs> i was like how old is yeah. this man how old is he um this oh. is and this is him coming like right off of dracula which is i've never even seen the poster art before i mean you're right rob it's quintessential 80s you know with the with, oh. the, with the writing are you looking it up now yeah you're seeing it oh yeah, yeah 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 i'm definitely i'm yeah cleveland so, 1951 i mean it, yeah it's this Fun little old. I gotta see this. So Artie is played by Tom Hulse, um, who's now a Broadway producer, but probably his best remembered oh, yeah. for as being as being Amadeus, Amadeus, in the yeah. Amadeus movie. And of course, um, so Frank Langella like takes Tom Hulse under his wing and is like, "Hey, listen, I'll show you the ropes of the theater." And then, of course, conflict arises because they both love the same young woman. Um, but watching the beginning of it, um, when you see them doing like this horrible summer stock production of The Merry Widow <laughs> in the middle of Ohio, and you're like, yeah, this feels a little too familiar. But the most magical moment is the first time that Tom Hulse's character walks onto a stage when he shows up for the job for the first time. And the set looks like it's been painted by Magic Marker, and it looks shabby, and it looks gross, and he is just so smitten with everything. Mm. He, does, he does not at all see what people who've been working in the theater for like years and years see. He still sees the beauty and the potential of what could possibly be in this idea of like a dreamland. So I, I, I fell in love with the movie. I was like, this is really charming. I went up and I looked up some of the reviews 
all the reviews were horrible, folks. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm going to warn you ahead of time that like it got two out of five stars from Roger Ebert. Um, and I, but I think if you're in the theater, you're going to find it incredibly charming. Not only is Frank Langella in it, Glennis O'Connor plays the young lady. You also have an appearance by Herbert Berghoff, the great acting teacher, the wonderful Joseph Mahar, um, who was a brilliant stage actor, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Stiller for our Seinfeld fans, Serenity Now, yeah. <laughs> or King, King of Queens, if you're, depend, depending on how yeah. you know Jerry Stiller, um, or Stiller and Mara for our, our people that, you know, remember oh, them from the yeah, 60s. Oh, yeah, of course. So anyway, that's that's mine. It's called Those that's a Lips, really good one. Those Eyes. Um, the tagline is, on stage, Harry Crystal is sheer magic. In the wings, Artie Shoemaker is learning his tricks. Those Ooh, lips. little little all about Eve. They're a little like, yeah. Wow. So anyway, yeah, take a look. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you can watch it for free. Otherwise, I, I'm you know, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Uh, but it was it's charming and it's a nice reminder of how we fell in love with the theater uh, when we first started out. So take a look at those lips, those eyes, starring Frank Langella and Tom Hulse. Nice. And then run over to the New York Public Library for the Performing Arts and check out the Hal Prince exhibit. What a fun day for everybody. Get to, I know. Get, get to watch a movie and watch a museum exhibit. Okay, then. <laughs> Till next time. Bye, y'all. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.